0: Welcome
1: to Theater of the Mind. Theater of the Mind is an unofficial D&D 5e actual play podcast. Theater of the Mind is not appropriate for all audiences, and therefore listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Theater of the Mind, Episode Six. Um, and I'm Mike. I'm your dungeon master for the evening, and tonight's question are is rather so apparently elves are a thing? Question mark How are you feeling about that? And we'll start with Amanda.
2: I'm Amanda. I'm playing Mel Kelly, and uh, Mel is actually. Not that phased by the elves. I mean, it's weird, but everything's weird at this point. At this she, she's just, she's a little caught up in the whole like dark imprint on her soul and signing contracts without reading them thing. The elf thing is just icing on the cake. I mean, really.
3: And I'm Jeremy. I'm playing Elliot Brandybane. Uh, Elliot is pretty sure he is, in fact, probably taking a blow to the head and is hallucinating all this. But he's going to play along until he wakes up and then he'll figure it out after he wakes up. He's just going to ta- kind of take it in stride at the moment because he's pretty sure this can't be happening.
4: I am uh, Burnell uh, I am playing Olnok Vaga Johnson. And uh, Olnok, <coughs> my boy, is a uh, little close to dangerously being three sheets to the wind from some of the alcohol but he's very curious about the elves and stuff just wants to go talk chat basically like being on a navy ship with people you've never met before let's go find out what they're all about you know what i mean so seems to be processing it okay but mostly just a very curious guy because dad used to talk about this kind of crap all the time it was just never real before
0: uh, I'm Michael Downs, I'm playing James O'Brien, and uh, James's mindset is that all this is fucking bullshit. All you guys have magic, <laughs> and now there's like pointy-eared Keebler elves teaching y'all how to do magic, and <laughs> I can't do magic, and it's, it's crap.
5: <laughs> I'm Casey, I play Emery Lee, and uh, Emery has been trying to kind of puzzle out this magic thing for a while. She's actually kind of excited to meet someone that has more of a grasp on it and who has some answers about the things she's been staying up at night thinking about. So she's, it's weird for sure, but she's trying to take it as an opportunity to figure this kind of stuff out.
1: Perfect. Fairly reasonably grounded actually, considering the chaos, Uh, but uh.
5: When you're faced with real people who you can have a conversation with, it's kind of hard to just straight up question their existence.
3: (laughs) Fair, fair.
2: And at this point, except for them being kind of, well, okay, really pretty, (laughs) the pointy ears is just like, can you find one of them. I mean... They're just people at the end of the day. Now, the riding lizards? Those those are are cool as fuck. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and they didn't bite
3: me. I love
1: that. There you go. All right, let's go ahead and roll for recap. Lowest score goes.
0: Dun dun dun.
4: Oh, <laughs> he <laughs> got an 11. Fucking natty one, bud. Let's get her done.
5: <laughs> Do any of us need to say ours? <laughs>
1: Anybody score think... lower than a one? No? Really Arcade? in a
4: match? Watch me so we can roll again. <laughs>
5: <laughs> God damn it. All right.
4: We're talking to the elves, right? We tried to explain to them some human stuff. We found out Mel uh, has a black soul. That's apparently bad. She's been talking to some sort of thing that I thought was like a shadowy creature. Apparently, it's an amorphous blob-esque thing. That was kind of new to me. I didn't. Remember that part, but I'm I'm not very smart sometimes. Um, she doesn't seem too happy about it. Uh, she's she's kind of not the negative type. She really kind of that toxic positivity that some people might talk about seems kind of be what Mel's kind of tracking on there. Elliot um, helped us prepare some food and stuff, got everything ready. We got them all to the camp. Right, they came. They talked to us. The elves. This is a terrible recap so far. Um, so the elves. We're invited into our encampment uh, as as for hospitality. Uh, they're apparently some sort of weird Russian, French, <laughs> Irish, Scottish accent thing.
1: It's a mystical accent yes. which your mind is trying desperately to process. Okay. <laughs> that
4: actually kind of makes sense. We'll roll with that.
1: That's <laughs>
4: um
1: It's a perfect so, excuse for my bad accent. Exactly. It's perfect. <laughs> it's
4: perfect. It lines up. Uh, so there, we, we got them all invited. We we gave them some food. James s- took some bags. We don't know why he did that. He just got mad in the middle of dinner because something wasn't working right. And he's like, I'm going to take all these bags. And he just fucked <laughs> off. He went somewhere. We don't know why. And he's made some sort of weird, like third grader plan of a building. <laughs> and uh, he's just, you know, he's having a grand old time. I don't know what he's about to do, but he's he's having a great time. He's doing... He seems angry, you know, but it's James. (laughs) So, Um, Emery got to talk to, oh my God, Um, Claren. Yes, I knew it was something with the K. I do remember the Claren. And Claren told us this horrifically sad story about his whole world being conquered by this dude from a place (laughs) that I cannot remember the name of because I didn't write it down. I...
2: Amorton from... Tar. I... I, I <laughs>
5: from I
4: yes what
5: I can Yes. Everybody saying? catch that? <laughs> you are close. <laughs>
4: can somebody pronounce that correctly just one time for the audience? GM? <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, Immortar mm-hmm. From, where's my mouth? Oh, That's cool. I have to read it. I can't just say it. For, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Iharadrenhalath.
4: Iharadrenhalath. Okay. Got it? Good. So, it was really sad. Like, his whole world got conquered by uh, the Retribution. That's what they have nicknamed him. Because apparently, the old gods uh, ended the first war, which was a really ancient war. It was a thing that happened. And he ended, they ended that war fiercely and brutally. and uh, But it was effective. And it ended the war for a little bit. And then this Imorthar guy shows up, and a war starts again. And the old guys are like, we're not fucking with that. Apparently. And uh, so, Imorthar just kind of took the whole thing over, took everything over, and he seemed just kind of accepting of it that it's happened, you know, which I guess you kind of have to be at that point. And then, uh, yeah.
5: That was pretty much it.
4: That's most of it there. I think we got it.
2: It was lore
1: heavy. Very lore heavy. It was. All right. And with that, uh, we ended the episode watching... um, Apparently, James drew like a third grader. And <laughs> he uh, said it was
4: very basic. All oh, right.
1: We uh, <laughs> we pan out to the uh, front porch.
4: <laughs> drew it like a Marine, you know?
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh <Sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> we pan out to the front porch where uh, Jeremy had stepped out with Elliot. Elliot Elliot had stepped out with Voolred. And uh, whilst the conversation inside was happening with Claren, Voolred had uh, given much of the same information to Elliot. His was a bit more tactical, a bit more blunt, but the uh, the essence was the same so elliot has just learned that emoratar is essentially an unstoppable emperor
3: and elliot after listening to it asked for so my understanding is nobody has really stood up to this army they pretty much just due to its unstoppable force did i understand that correctly
1: by the time that Imuratar had encountered an army that knew how to fight. His army was so massive that, though they stood, ah, they fell.
3: Hmm. Well, that could be a weakness of the army if they're, if they're so enamored by their own reputation that they think that people are supposed to just fall ahead of them. That could work in our favor. And uh yeah, I don't know. Maybe we can use that. Not sure. So Red, here, you want one of these? And he uh he had just finished wrapping up a uh home rolled cigarette with the cheapest tobacco that you could buy. They smell terrible. He offers him one. Volred uh takes you up on that offer and um
1: pops it in his mouth. Uh pulls out something akin to a match. Oh, I've got a lighter. He freaks out a little bit by you summoning... You you are not a magic user.
3: Oh, oh no, not even a it It's called a Bic. A Bic. Bic, yeah. I'm glad it still works. It would be a pain.
1: <laughs> and uh, he, he allows you to light his cigarettes for
3: him. Right. I'm sorry. Oh, he <laughs> <hates> a drag.
1: <laughs> Ooh, this is... Uh... Pretty good, huh? It is. <coughs> <coughs> it is, yes.
3: It, <laughs> it beats by manure. That's all I know. Most,
1: yes, most plants are more preferable to by manure.
3: Yeah. Well, I had to get outside. I like seeing the stars at night. It's pretty out.
1: Yes, the night sky here is quite beautiful. It is it is foreign and unfamiliar to my eyes,
3: your constellations. And Elliot will spend a little bit of time, Elliot can do this, I cannot, but Elliot <laughs> will spend a little time pointing out, well, that star you guys were following, that's the North Star, this is how you find it, he explains the Big Dipper, and he starts showing them some of the constellations, especially Orion's belt. He he knows the constellations definitely enough to navigate by.
1: You are very handy in the
3: outdoors. Oh, when... Yeah, we spent a lot of time at night uh, during the war in Iraq and uh, I, had, uh, I had a fellowman in my company. He, he was good at it. He taught him to me there. Uh, if you put on the uh, night vision goggles, we that was the first time they used them in that war. Uh, you could see the stars really good. They really pop out. Unfortunately, mine don't work. I checked them. It's sad. They were useful at night. Do you have...
1: Goggles of dark vision.
3: Yeah, that's a good way to explain it.
1: The uh, humans from my world have developed something similar. The, we elves, we do not need such uh, trivial tools to allow us to see in the dark. We see quite well.
3: Really? Yes. Well, that would be a hand. That'd be handy. Be able do that.
1: Uh, in fact, go ahead and uh, roll a perception. Twelve. Yeah, his, uh, you you really just notice that their eyes are bluer than normal humans' eyes, as we described earlier. Mm-hmm. But but yes, we are we are not in need of magical items to enhance our vision. But many of the uh, the humans um, and some of the other uh, short-lived beings of our world had developed such tools to allow them to see in the dark as well.
3: Yeah, it sounds like your magic and. Our technology, pretty similar. I guess we could call it our magic as electricity. Unfortunately, that shut down. But your magic is working. Huh, that's interesting.
1: Yes, I I am sure if Hegmar were to give himself enough time processing everything, he would have some sort of high and mighty explanation for everything that is happening. Some... The planes have aligned in the sky, and the constellations said boo, and then the things occurred, but I am not one who believes in such dalliances.
3: Oh, yeah, those boffins they've always got, they like their talking about making stuff up. Whatever, if it works, it works.
1: Yes, I am much more a fan of, if my blade can penetrate it, I can beat it, and that is about as much as I worry.
3: Or if my bow can.
1: You are a skilled archer.
3: I'm pretty fair, pretty fair, good with that, kind of handy with a, with a knife or machete if need be.
1: Ah, yes, I I too use the bladed weapons. We should, uh, win the daylight so the competition is fair, Uh, have ourselves a bit of a, uh, skill test.
3: Oh, sure, that'd be fun. I've got a, I've got a little archery range set down, set up down by the barn, we'll, We'd go down and shoot some flights.
1: Yeah, fast. The last few weeks have been purely concerned with riding the lizards across your enormous country. I, uh...
3: Oh, I grew up out there. Oh, man, is that big. I'm glad I didn't have to ride to the mountains. I got to ride in a car.
1: Yes, your, your country would be much better if there was more happy middle ground instead of weaker flat... And then
3: Holy Sheet Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's dramatic. It's definitely dramatic.
1: So far, Denver is the only established city that I understand. If I, too, were to travel across the long flat and then see those mountains, I also would have said, fuck it, I am here now. <laughs> <laughs> this looks like a good place for town. I live here now. We stay.
3: Yeah, you've got to have the adventuring spirit to head into the mountains. Mountain folk, everywhere around here, mountain folk are a little different than...
1: Yes, you are the first one that has not pointed a metal stick at us. Oh. They all act as if metal sticks should be feared.
3: Uh, Yeah, you really want to be careful of those metal sticks. Just picture it like a super bow. Yeah, no, you should be scared of those. They're called guns. And they gun. work much better than a bow does. They work better than Oh yes. So I am.
1: If you have a gun, I would be interested in trying
3: this. Sure, I've got I've got my old 3030, I'll show you tomorrow. I
1: look forward
3: to this. I don't have a lot of ammo for it, but I'll show you. Do you not? Recover your ammunition. Nope, nope. uh, There's only so many shots, and then you have to have all new ammunition, and it's a little more complicated to make than an arrow is. So it takes a lot of tooling to do it. You can't just carve it out in the woods. Which is kind of where a bow's superior. Yes.
1: As long as there is trees and rocks, I can make a weapon. That is quite handy where we come from, at least. Well, again, uh, Elliot, we greatly appreciate your hospitality, but it looks like my group is headed back to camp, and I am the protector of our party, so I should join them back over. You are welcome to join us if you should so desire, but I'm, I will be headed that way.
3: I'm, gonna go, I'm just going to go check on the livestock and be around. I'm, I might swing by the campfire later tonight. I uh, appreciate, appreciate you all. Not being assholes. That, that's been nice. I wasn't sure when I saw you coming down the driveway what, what we were going to get. So, you have a good night.
1: You as well, Elliot. And you also are not the asshole.
3: Oh, uh, you just haven't got to know me yet.
1: So, <laughs> <laughs> nah, that their party has pretty much re-congregated over by their fire pit. So, Olnok wanders with Meilin and Claren. Um, back to their fire pit. As Claren was the one who invited. Yes. Yes, Claren has brought you along. He's intrigued by your giant <laughs> right. stature. Right. No, largest person he's seen for a while, probably. Well, these are strikingly beautiful people. They are of average height. You know, they're yeah. 5'10", 5'11", somewhere around there. You know, Not particularly tall, not particularly short. Very fair in build, but they are not anywhere near as imposing person as you are Um, and uh, so you get there Claren comes up shortly thereafter no sorry uh, Vuldered comes up shortly thereafter Mm. um, and he sits close enough to you that he is creating distance between you and his people right Um, but uh, he uh, you know they offer up some um, some pastries that they are snacking on uh, they have a pipe uh, that they are passing around uh, produces a very 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 sweet but peppery scented smoke uh, that they are passing around they offer the pipe over to you well
4: I'm not sure what's in here but uh, if you don't mind me partaking in your little circle here I'm I'm, going to go ahead and try this we would not pass it to you if we did not want you to try. And, you know, I don't know a
1: lot about you guys, you know, so I just wanted to make sure we're all in the clear. You know what yes. I mean? I would recommend if you have not tried it before, take it easy on the first puff, my friend. <laughs> not a big inhale, huh? Yes, right. don't, don't take it too long, as they say. It might, uh well, you'll see. Well,
4: I don't really <laughs> do anything halfway there, buddy, so here we go. Oh, God.
1: Wow. <laughs> Go ahead and uh, roll a constitution save. <laughs> DC 12. 12?
4: Well, which one's? Oh, God. No, 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 no. No, oh, that was
3: your roll. You had a 20. Oh.
1: You okay. had a 20? Yeah, he
3: rolled oh, you're a 20.
1: Fine.
4: That is pretty strong there, friend, but uh, I, th- I think I'm going to be all right.
1: Yeah. Uh, Voler in particular, kind of nods impressed, like, all right, human man, you are... You're capable of more than most. It is... This is a distressing weed that we use. Uh, it's not uncommon for it to knock uh, humans out completely, but... Oh. Mad respect for you. Must be your stature. <laughs> yeah, it's a gift. It can take a lot of the...
4: lot of the stuff. Could be that sailor life, you know what I mean? Drinking a lot, all those things that you do.
1: Yes, that is one thing that seems to be... Uh, Uniform, relatively universal. Huh? Universal—that is a good word. Yes. <laughs> Sailors imbibe on beverage at an alarming rate in most places. But so tell us—you are navy, you military navy, or I?
4: Yes, businessman. Uh, no, um, military navy. Uh, serves voluntarily, as I explained a little bit before to you guys. Just uh. You know, was on my way to not being in the navy anymore. You know, about to retire. Not sure if you're familiar with that particular concept.
1: No. Well, we tire once, and, and we go to rest, and then we wake up fine. Yeah, it's a different thing. That's
4: that's it. You know, we, we don't need to explain it unless you really want to know. I'm sure the context clues eventually will make it. Ah, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll get there, buddy. So I was just really curious about uh. A lot of, you know, what you are, you're very unfamiliar to me. Um, that's not necessarily a bad thing. You all seem very friendly. You seem to be kind of traveling just in distress, obviously. You're trying to get away from something that sounds pretty horrible.
1: We are, yes. We we seek, we are, we have word in our world called, uh, or it translates roughly to refugee. It is. Okay. Our land is no more. It is no longer safe, but we are in search of new safe land. Yeah. yeah, we have basically the same
4: translation for you. I don't know sure what your exact word is, but we call them refugees as well. It's people trying to get out of danger,
1: you know? That is that is us, yes. We yeah. are. When met with impossible foe, yeah. uh, you can either allow the rest of your family to die or you can move on. We chose to move on. Right. Well. Aside from that, I am man. Elf man. Yeah. Elf elf man. I am an elf man, yes. All right. You are a human man.
4: I see. You don't, I don't think you have to put man at the end. What, it's, it's.
1: But your your party member did refer to Roja as male earlier, so I thought perhaps some clarity was. That was me. Actually, I was, I was just, I, I.
4: The, the voice through me. I apologize. That's that's my fault. It is the translator. Yes.
1: <laughs> Quite hustling. <laughs> <laughs> I assure you, Roja's voice sounds much more beautiful in our given language. I see. <laughs> but at least we can understand each other, you know what I mean? Yes. More or less. This is this has been a fine conversation, yes. Yeah.
4: What's uh how long have you guys
1: been traveling? Did you travel in your own world? Were you already on the run? Yes, once the uh once it became quite clear that the Moritar was going to focus his energies on our land, we made preparation. Hmm. Uh, I was uh I was a part of our local uh small town military. Okay. Uh, more protectors from, you know, trolls, uh, giants, uh, we would take up arms if a wormling or purple worm were to raise their heads in our land. You know, basic border protection from the threats surrounding our town, um, but, uh, not even we, the bravest men in our town, were prepared to stand to Imoritar's vast army. We're, there is about twelve of us. Oh. He has twelve generals in our continent alone. We... We were not a match for a Moritar, as I'm sure you can understand.
4: Significantly outnumbered. You know, sometimes the only chance of survival is, in fact, retreat. So I do understand the choice.
1: We were part of a small contingent that was begging our king to raise an army to stand to a Moritar, but our king foolishly thought that somehow we would be the country no. that the gods would protect. Well, no. We did have more holy temples per capita than any other. But uh, the gods made it clear a while ago they had forsaken us. Man. It's
3: pretty heavy.
4: That seems that's be why you guys are on pretty high alert, huh?
1: Yes, when your world seems so far to be quite peaceful, there are, we have not traveled this, with the exception of, as I was speaking with your friend Elliot, with the exception of the angry mountain men who point the metal sticks at us called a gun. Yes. We uh we have not travelled this long with this little difficulty. All you have is your small angry puppy dogs in the mountains. There was a scary cat. Um but it it appeared to partake in a easier prey than we proved to be. And Nah, uh, this has been the easiest travel we've had in quite some time, actually. Your country is not too bad. Yeah. We saw <coughs> something that looked like a giant bear at one point. Uh, he appeared to be walking on his rear legs only. That was a bit odd. But aside from the giant bear, there was really nothing of concern that uh, we saw. On our travels over here. Well, I mean
4: interesting uh, the giant bear on the on the
1: hindquarters there. Um that is what we thought as well. Yeah. Yes, he kept his distance. Uh walked rather slow, peeked at us over his shoulder. Mm. Ah. Was it blurry? It's usually out of focus. <laughs> out of focus. He, yeah. No, he was fair distance away, mm. but we did not pull out a spyglass, we were it I is see. hard to do that when you are sashaying on the back of a lizard. It's not the best Sash- vantage point. It's fair point. Uh, didn't <laughs>
4: think about the lizards there for a second. Forgot that you guys were riding giant salamander lizard-looking things. Uh,
1: it, it, it is
4: forgettable, yes. It yeah. is fairly commonplace, I understand. <laughs> well, it's, uh, not, uh, it's not super common here. Uh, whatever. But, you know, they're not around at the moment. Uh, They
1: are in the stables that
4: Elliot so kindly provided. Indeed. Well, I mean, hopefully everything stays stays peaceful for you all in the the time coming.
1: That is our goal. As long as we keep plenty of distance between us and uh, Retribution, we are good. Now,
4: I do have a question about the magic. Um, You may or may not be able to answer, but really... I don't know if anyone can learn uh, any types of magic. Is there any, like, is there like a basic form? Is there something that anybody can learn, or is this just something you either kind of have to make a bargain with or just have a natural ability for? Uh, Hagmar speaks up at this
1: point. Well, if you were to put in the time, anyone can learn magic. You first have to learn the language of the dragons a tongue that many find difficult draconic I see uh, and then you must find yourself a teacher who is usually very very expensive uh, yeah. but you you pay him a fair bit of coin and over many many years you'll eventually be able to develop your first trip and develop your way up that way uh, some people do take the shortcuts and uh, cut a deal with a ethereal patron of some variety a frequent one from our world were the Fae Mm. Uh, our deep ancestors Uh, demons were not unheard of but even our people know bargaining with the demons or the devils is a risky business
4: yeah, there's always some sort of catch-22
1: from the stuff I've learned. Oh, well, the Fae are not without that, to not to Fair. doubt. Uh, but, uh, or if you are quite fortunate, you can pray to a god with enough force that you become imbued with the holy powers. Or you can... Uh, I don't fully understand it. It's a pretty low form of magic, but if you garden enough plants or something you can become a druid and eventually be imbued with natural magics Uh, okay I heard that a fair bit of uh, river weed tends to help them along their way (laughs) Uh, as well as the uh, many colored mushrooms from uh, oh from across the borders we've got people
4: like that too I don't know if they know magic but uh, yeah Partake uh, in the river weed, as you say, and the magic mushrooms, is what we call them.
1: Then there's the uh, the bassist of us uh, learned folk, the, uh, the musicians. If they mildly offended by that, but continue good enough <laughs> at their instrument, um, and they go as well to Bardic College. Okay. <laughs> such a joke they get imbued with abilities as well somehow learning the history of our realm can build in magics upon them interesting but uh they usually just use it to make sure that their bed is never empty at the end of the night and well you know there's nothing wrong with that in the end of the day but uh, you know you
4: don't sound too thrilled about that
1: they are a uh I, I meant what I said when I said the basest form of the magic, say, uh... They're a slight upon the learned folk, for sure. All of that education, just, uh... Have a little bit of... Fun at night, every night. Is beneath the rest of us. Well, I do suppose you could see it that way. That's one way to look at the world. Back in my heyday before Imoritar, I helped... Establish governments, and... Wow. Dictate the rule of our land and the bards played in taverns and convinced young maidens that they wanted to partake in their activities. I would say the two are a bit varied of each other. Well different spectrums, I guess, but uh you know, to each their own. Yes. Thankfully you do not have any of those in your party, so we do not worry. <laughs>
2: I'm not here Same (laughs) Same.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know I I dabble a little bit in the music myself, friend But as far as I am aware I do not possess any magical powers
1: I believe you would know by now Based off of how your two compatriots Time (laughs) is going Yeah
4: I've never thrown a lightning bolt at something Or sent a magic text Or anything like that That's never happened So,
3: you know
1: there is tale of great bards back in the day who had the electric loot and could cast a lightning bolt from it. Interesting. He was a great warrior. He, he ruled a, a small island country in our southern borders. Oh. For many some time. That must be a
4: <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> well, I had other questions, but I'm a little three sheets to the wind, drank a little too much, and that Whatever was in that pipe is really starting to work. I'm going to go ahead and call it a night. You guys have yourself a good evening. I hope everything goes well for you. Remember, you don't have to be totally on edge here. You're safe, all right? You guys can relax a little.
1: Safety is but a illusion. Hmm. I guess I can understand that to a degree. Anyway. In fact, if your friend does not turn out his light, he may attract some attention of his own here soon. Didn't notice any
4: lights on. I was kind of busy staring at the fire and trying not to fall asleep.
1: Again, safety is but an illusion, my friend. You must always be aware of your surroundings. I take it you are the protector of your group as well. Well, I do
4: my best, but I kind of got my ass kicked the last time we got in a fight. it did scare the guy, though, because I kind of zombie woke up and he was weirded out by what I did. You were undead? I don't know exactly what happened
1: real thing how did you undead
4: i don't know how i unalived myself and then realized i don't know what happened all right all i know is i was bleeding a lot i stood up and then i said something that i can't really remember it was probably some quote from some south park episode that i saw or something
1: and then uh a popular one from my world is oogity-boogity. <laughs> it strikes the fear in the heart of young children. I can see
4: why that would work. I can see why that would work. But anyway, the guy freaked out. He ran away, and I, I don't understand. I, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I was alive by the end of the day, and I'm, I'm. That's. That's all I got.
1: Sometimes it is all you can ask for. Yes.
4: Yeah. Well, you know, I haven't really had a chance to kind of lead anybody or
1: anything, but I do my best when I can. You go. That is plenty, I think. But, you know, tomorrow perhaps we can also have a, a test of strength. I think it could be quite enjoyable. It could be very entertaining. Thank you for your company. You as well. I'm going to turn
4: in. You guys have a good night.
1: And with that, I think we pan back into uh, James's room.
0: All right, with uh, James's highly elaborate sketch <laughs> of the highly uh, uh, details of the, uh, he's got red
1: and yellow crayon.
0: <laughs> I found a pen. It worked. <laughs> so, uh, mapping all the uh, escape routes and uh, windows and such, he's going to uh, sneak out his window or attempt to, anywho All and right, he's going to. Attempt to make his way to a liquor store.
1: Going to attempt to make his way to a liquor store. All right. Let's go ahead and have you roll. Uh, you're sneaking out. So let's have you roll stealth.
2: All righty. Here we
1: go. This will this will compete with uh, passive perceptions.
2: Nearest liquor store, like 15 miles. It's a bit.
1: It's okay. a trek. Yeah. I,
2: I just want to make sure we're all the
0: same. Going on an adventure. That is a 23.
1: I'm assuming that beats everybody is passive unless you are actively for some reason. Maybe Olnok is intentionally keeping an eye on him. No.
5: Um, I think Emery is outlaying grass somewhere, probably not too far from the lights.
0: Maybe I should do a perception check so I don't trip on her.
1: <laughs>
5: She's just staring up at the stars, thinking.
1: So why don't we have you do a perception? Why not? It's fun.
0: Passive 14. <laughs>
1: Uh, So you're not looking for an Emery in the field Um, That is not where Emerys usually reside Generally Um, not, no So Emery does not hear you coming
5: uh, But
1: you do not see Emery coming either And (laughs) you trip over and
5: sprawl across Ow! Oh shit (coughs) What the What are you doing? What are you doing? I was She holds up the end of uh, Elliot's last bottle of whiskey (laughs) Uh,
0: Okay, that's what you're doing
5: Listen, there's been a lot of shit tonight.
0: Uh huh. A lot. Uh huh. Oh, shit.
5: Shit, exactly. What are you. Why are you. Why do you have so many bags? What are you doing?
0: Don't question the process. Um. Don't
5: tell anyone else. Mm hmm.
0: But I, I have actually a solution to your dwindling alcohol supply.
5: Oh, thank God, because I was not looking forward to having this conversation with you tomorrow.
0: It only involves a 15 minute trek to the liquor store. We get into the liquor store, uh-huh. take all of the alcohol, and then we come back.
2: That's mile, my friend. 15 mile
5: trek. All is
0: a lot. It's a long ways, bro.
5: You have enough bags for all?
0: Most. I was thinking about taking the Wheelbarrow. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Well, listen, the bikes are, like, right here. We've got bikes.
0: <laughs> Hillbarrow. It's been so long since we've ridden the bikes, I forgot that we had them.
5: Yeah. <laughs> it might be a little faster, too.
0: Yeah, let's take the bikes. Master thief, James O'Brien with his wheelchair <laughs> in the <Little> culprit. <laughs> All right, the, the last time that James oh. had a heist, he had a car. <laughs>
5: Yeah, okay, let's take the bikes. I'm glad you just accepted that I'm coming because I. I it's I, much more interesting than what I was doing.
0: I couldn't come up with a better excuse than robbing a liquor store.
5: You know, we don't have money. Robbing works, that's fine. I,
0: plus, I kind of know you.
5: Yeah, and I kind of know you.
0: So that works.
5: Yeah. All right, let's do it. Let's go. Do you want, I drank like half of what's in here. Do you want the other half?
0: Yeah, sure.
5: Okay. Here you go. I'm
0: going to down that in a couple of gulps. <laughs> <All> right.
5: <laughs>
1: um, it was good and tight. Let's,
5: uh, we're both in on finishing the bottle now. So we're both on the line.
1: <laughs> with, uh, with you guys getting ready to embark on a stealth base. Um, Series of events and having just slammed some alcohol beforehand.
5: There wasn't much.
1: Uh, let's have you roll a uh, DC twelve Constitution check. If you pass, you're fine. If you fail, there might be disadvantages coming your way. <laughs> that was
0: satisfying. That was very crisp.
5: Yeah, I don't. I keep forgetting my dice box. I'm
0: starting to feel it because I got a ten. <laughs> Good. You need
1: disadvantage. I
5: got an eleven.
1: <laughs> oh boy. All right.
5: This
4: is going to go well. Two drunken folks just having a time (laughs) of their life. (laughs) Uh,
1: You're buzzed buzzed enough that this might be difficult. You can still operate basic bicycle machinery.
5: Listen, it's far enough we'll be sober by the time we get there.
0: (laughs) I hope to God that we
5: are. (laughs) Speaking from
2: experience, you can bike pretty far into the wind. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Can't say I've ever tried.
2: I wouldn't recommend it, but it is possible.
0: <laughs> so at this point, James is probably swaying in and out and like, like, I'm gonna rob a liquor store. Do da da
5: You should probably not advertise that.
0: Oh probably, yeah. <clears throat> Mum's the word.
5: Mum's the word. Oh. This is gonna be much more fun than going out downtown junction.
1: Yeah. So, (laughs) with that, you guys are able to uh, set off. Um, And uh, you do notice on your way past, uh, Rosha does raise a hand and wave at you farewell. She has very much spotted you on your way out. But she's not going to blow your uh, cover, so to speak, but she did.
0: I also wave.
1: Um, and yeah, you're uh, you're able to ride. It's mostly downhill on the way back to Colburn, Um So the trip there is not too bad. You know, you probably, I would assume, maybe walk the bikes out so you're not drawing any attention from the rest of your pack. Yeah. Um, but once you're past the beautiful new sign that uh, Emery had mounted over the uh, main drive, uh, you're able to hop on your bikes uh, and take off in towards Colburn. Um, it's a dark night. Uh it's fairly you know, it feels fairly clouded, but you're seeing pretty you know, it's not it's not a black night. It was a full moon, but it's a little cloudy, so you know it kinda balances out. You're able to see well enough
5: uh to get Emery, down the trail Hello. I think Emery runs into a ditch once or twice and then kind of curses at her bike <laughs> and it's the handlebars start to glow. She has the light, can't trip.
1: Oh. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. So Emery can see well. She just equipped headlights. Yeah. Uh,
5: <laughs> it's a big enough radius. James can probably see pretty well too.
1: Um, weirdly, James wasn't feeling too bad. He wasn't seeing too poorly.
5: Yeah, uh, I, I'm uh, the one that crashed into the ditch. Not yeah. him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you're able to make your way. Uh, you're passing by a bunch of farms. It's a whole, it's just ranch and farm country out here. A whole heck of a lot of not much. You could know, see... You can see some, uh, probably some elk and deer moving through the pastures surrounding you. It's a peaceful, pretty night. Um, When you drop down until you get to the... uh, um, Until you get pretty close to that church that you stayed the night in. Um, From this vantage, you're able to see that um, this is one of those small town churches that has a cemetery in the back. Um, whether it was exhaustion or concussions or yes, or sheer overwhelmed by everything. You hadn't really noticed the cemetery in the back before, but you definitely take, take notice of it. Um, and it's got a little bit of a creepy vibe, whether it's the alcohol talking or what, you're not sure, but it looks a little bit like there's a bit of a, uh, a fog settling in around the tombstones. Uh, you see... From inside the church, there's just the dimmest of light radiating out as if maybe just a soul candle is lit inside the church, casting kind of a a reddish-orange light from within. Um, Contrasted with the stained glass windows of said church gives kind of a weird vibe, especially when paired with the fog that is settled in. Um, The church does not look near as inviting as it did the night you stopped by before. God, oh. this place looks
0: creepy. I kind of like it though. It's got a nice ambiance going to it.
5: It's very, it's almost a horror movie.
0: Yeah, it's almost like thriller going on.
5: Duh. That. I think at that point, the light on the handlebars shuts off as Emery has the thought that maybe drawing attention is bad right now.
0: <laughs> Fair. <laughs> oh, where'd your fancy-dancy headlights go?
5: Do you want me to attract things towards us? No, I was just curious. I don't know. I just, it just turned off. I just stopped wanting it.
0: Ooh,
5: Ooh. yeah. You wish you had magic. Admit it.
1: Mm-hmm.
5: We've all read Harry Potter. Come on. Yeah. I think we just keep moving through town. <laughs> uh,
1: as you're riding down the hill, you do see that the uh, the house that Pastor had lived in, or still lives in, He's still there. Um, the the lights are snuffed out inside of there Um, but the soul flame is still soul S-O-L-E the only flame soul flame sounds far more ominous than I intended (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm seeing (laughs) will-o-wisps the only light that was on within the church is still on within the church Um, but you ride down the hill you make it down to uh, Colburn proper Uh, liquor store is pretty close to the heart of Colburn um, so you're able to you've got what does that mean like three blocks from the edge of town to the liquor store <laughs> Colburn's not a metropolis by any stretch yeah um, so you want to just ride your bike straight to the liquor store uh, uh,
0: probably get off just beforehand like stash the bikes around the corner
1: okay perfect so yeah you hop off you uh, find a um. Let's have you roll. You're going to roll a bunch. I'm going to make you roll. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is a proper skill challenge for you. Let's have you roll a, uh, I don't know, sleight of hand to see how well you hide the bike. Catch gotcha. it. See how well you can use your hand skills to bury the bike.
0: That is a 10.
5: <laughs> I don't roll much. 11. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing great.
1: So you layers down on the lawn. Emery lays hers down on a boosh. Uh, so yeah. it's a little more obscured. <laughs> um, but with that, you are on foot. Um, I'm assuming you take your bags.
0: Yeah. Hey, All take what? Some of Ten of them? Sure,
5: I'll carry some.
0: There's <laughs> some shirts that I, I borrowed in there to uh,
5: keep the, uh, the glass clean. Okay. Okay. I see. Nice. Good note
1: perfect uh so you make your way to the bar or the not the bar the liquor store rather um and there is there's a liquor store in front of you yep. it is it is very much in town in front of you
5: we want to want to look for a back door yeah.
0: yeah there should be one i got some like highly uh, detailed schematics
5: emery squints at them in the dark she says i'll trust you on that <laughs> shut
0: up anyway and make your way to the back door
1: perfect you make your way around back there are actually two back doors to this perfect liquor store one on the left and one on the right
0: <laughs> oh god he's throwing <laughs> <laughs> <Are> <laughs> there
5: which two door are guardians for these two doors I'm just kidding
1: <laughs> yeah. See, even fancier we can go one to the east and one to the
5: <laughs> west
0: <laughs> if there's one thing to throw off a party it's through a door yeah
5: I vote left
0: alright left works Alright uh, It's locked Okay Check it for traps
5: <laughs> <laughs> If there's any alarms on this They're electric It's not gonna go off
1: That'd be what Investigation? Yeah Go to and roll investigation
0: <laughs> I'm checking to see Whether or not There's like a, like a You know An entrance bell Or some something On like the that. back
5: door You never know Alright
0: You know for like uh deliveries and such
5: I guess so I always rang a doorbell on the back
0: of the building. That is a 19. There is a jingly. A jingly. ha! See, told you.
5: I guess you know better than me. <laughs> All
0: right. Uh, can I check Let's the see. other door just in case that one's got a
1: Sure. Go ahead and check it for traps, too. I'm
0: going to say 13.
1: Uh, you see that there is something up in the top of the door. You can't quite tell what it is.
0: I'm going to probably go for that door. I'm going to attempt to unlock.
1: All right. Let's go with a sleight of hand. Yeah. Here we go.
0: That is a 17.
1: All right. It takes a little bit, but you're able to pop the lock.
0: Cool. And I'm going to take uh, probably one of the shirts. I'm going to slowly open the door and like grab the bell in the shirt so that it doesn't make any noise. Okay. At least attempt to. Hmm. What?
5: That? Sleight
0: of hand. Yeah, I guess that's another sleight of hand.
1: Unless you can make an argument for something else.
0: Uh, no, not really.
1: Okay, sleight of hand then, again. God
0: damn, that was all over the place. That is a 14.
1: If you're able to mute it. It does lightly clunkle. Not a, <laughs> not a tinkle, but it's a yeah. little muffled grr, in the shirt. Mm-hmm. Makes a little bit of noise. It's not flawless, but you are able to get the shirt wrapped around it. Cool. Um, I think
5: Emery tenses and looks around nervously.
0: <laughs> so I'll probably tie the shirt around the bell and like shove as much of the shirt into it as possible to keep it from keep the dingy from ding.
5: Is it just on like a rope, or is it on like a nail over the door?
1: Oh, um, you mean
0: it is fully taking it off?
5: Yeah.
1: We'll say it's nailed to the, the top. Like okay. one of those like hook screw things.
5: Okay. Like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so while he's trying to stuff the shirt, I think Emery's just going to reach up and like unloop it and gently lower it to the floor.
0: <laughs> okay. We can do it that way.
1: Uh, if you're doing that, let's give you do a side of hand. See if you keep. He's still
5: holding it.
0: Could that uh, give her advantage because I'm assisting sure. with the. Yeah, He's
1: that's, that's reasonable.
5: It it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I gotta remember
0: my side of hand. So oh, God. God. Judging by that look, it wasn't good.
5: N- not great. I'm rolling like shit. Um, and <laughs> nice. there's another clunkle as we put yep. it on the floor. <laughs> I did such, such, such.
1: Yep, you make a little bit more noise. Maybe you uh, accidentally, as you're doing it, you're focused on your hands. I um, mean, you accidentally kind of kick the door a little bit. Mm-hmm. You make a little bit of a thump. Um,
5: she puts it on the floor and like puts her hands up. I'm not going to touch anything else. Sorry.
0: Well, I need you to grab, at least grab liquor.
5: Well, okay. I can do that.
1: <laughs> so okay. you have successfully opened the door. Right. And disarmed the trap.
0: <laughs> 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 All right. I'm uh, going to sneak in.
1: Perfect. Uh, let's go ahead and um, let's do a group stealth. Okay.
0: I clipped my hand and it was a bad roll. Oof. I got a 12.
5: I got an 18.
0: God damn.
5: That liquor hit hard. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 15.
1: So you don't hear anything, you don't hear anybody shuffling about yet at all. Um, you're able to open the door up. There is a fair bit of candlelight inside the place. Um so when I say you don't hear anybody, you don't hear anybody coming towards you. You do hear up in the uh up in the front of the store, you hear somebody working. Uh you know, sounds of paper shuffling, a little bit of clinking of bottles. Um, and you hear somebody off to what is your now left, left West? Yeah. Um, you hear somebody over there as well.
5: So there's two people that we hear? Yes. I'm
0: going to immediately crouch down. Where we're in like the the main room, right? With like the aisles of liquor
1: at this point. In a narrow hallway, there is a door to your right. Um indicated storage. Um and it's it's one of those like, you know, freezery doors. Um, and there's a bunch of like the soda crate things and, uh, the heavy duty beer, cardboard boxes, things like that. You can see the main liquor store up ahead of you about, you know, 15 feet in front of you. Um, you can't see the people you're hearing. Okay. Um, and there's walls on both sides of you, so you can't see any of the people you're hearing. Go to the right into
5: the storage. I don't know. Those those freezer doors are kind of heavy and
0: loud. That's a good point. I accidentally hit a guy in the head with one of those.
5: That sounds like it could hurt. Aren't you supposed to knock on those when you open them? Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> so where are we? It sounds like there's someone in the front room. Where are we going to steal stuff from?
0: Uh, if we go really quietly, we can maybe get some from the main room.
5: We can try it. Yeah. What,
0: what's the worst that could happen, there's
5: right? There's got to be back storage back here somewhere, right? Like, not cold storage.
0: Yeah, you want to check back here first?
5: Yeah, as long as it's not... I think there's someone to the left. Hopefully, it's not there. Okay. I then you want to look around and see if we can find the back storage for, like, the harder alcohol, not the cold alcohol.
1: All right. So, yeah, you uh, you come down the hallway a little bit... Um. The, uh, the boxes that you're walking past are discards. They're empties, ready to be picked up. Um, and you move about 15 feet in front of you, which opens up into the wider space. Off to your left, you're able to see that there's a restroom. Um, that's the wall. That was the other wall, is the restroom wall. Um, and then you can see another, what you assume would be a short hallway leading to the door you first tried. Uh, and there's very obviously a room over there. Um, What else you're able to see is you're able to see the long wall of the like beer, the actual beer coolers where the customers can open up and get stuff out. And then it's just, um, you know, normal liquor store shelving for all the hard alcohols. That's what you're able to see currently. There are three rows of liquor store shelves, uh, liquor shelves. Um, And as you walk through, you're able to see pretty easily that there are two sections per row if that makes sense, two racks per row. Um, and as you move around with that stealth check, you're able to see that the person in front that you hear is up at the like cashier's desk where you met Sven last time. Um, and it is not Sven. Um, and you're able to see that there is some sort of light coming from the hallway that you did not enter
5: The way that the shelves are oriented, is it so that the cashier can see down all of them? Yes. Okay.
1: They are looking at receipts. Currently, they are not actively standing guard by any means. This is Colburn. There's not a lot of great liquor store heists.
5: Yeah. It's a
1: liquor. Um, But, you know, they are, they're aware. They don't have headphones in because those aren't a thing anymore. Yeah. Um, But they are looking at paperwork, so
0: probably going to crouch down low to the ground, but still being able to move. Okay. So that I'm as inconspicuous as possible. I'm probably looking for like the nearest shelf that has booze on it. I'm not actually looking at what kind of alcohol. I'm just taking.
1: using it into a bag?
0: Yeah, and easing it into a bag.
1: I think for this action, that's another, I guess, light of hand because that seems to be the do be quiet Do we want to do a
5: group one or do we can't... Are you him assisting him? I am going to be assisting him. How
1: are you assisting him grabbing liquor I've quietly off a of shelf? a stack
5: of shirts. And as he grabs a bottle. You wrap? Yeah.
1: All right. Yeah, you can give him an advantage then.
5: Okay.
0: That is a 19.
1: There you go. So yeah, you're able to, you feel pretty confident um, that you are doing an adequate job
5: Ooh, this one looks fancy. I think we're also keeping an ear out on the other person that we heard.
1: Perfect. Um. So yeah, you don't the uh, the person at the front. You can hear them uh, the the distinct sound of you know when people are trying to straighten up paperwork. They tap it on their desk. That sound. Yeah. You hear that, you hear the closing of a book.
0: With that, I'm going to as quickly and as quietly get out of um, eyeshot from them. Okay. So that I'm like around a corner. So that if they start to move anywhere, I am out of sight.
1: Perfect. Uh, let's have a fresh stealth for this. And they, Because you hear the distinct clip-clop of feet on tile. Because this is apparently a horseshoe person.
5: I am so sorry. What'd you get? What'd you get?
0: I got a 14.
5: I got a now one. Aw, oh, crap.
1: So, well, no. All right. Uh, James, you're able to tuck around the corner pretty easily. Um, Emery, this is safe to say you're not doing this stuff very often, right? I'm not
5: used to heisting, no.
1: Not necessarily a quote-unquote good kid, but you don't do this kind of shenanigans.
5: Yeah, this would be the
1: first. <laughs> so the person, um, they're making their way to where you heard the other voice down the hallway. You did not come down. Um, and James is able to get around the corner quite quietly, quite stealthily. He's blended away. You unfortunately clip your heel on the corner of the shelf and you fall back into, um, into a stack of the discard crates. Yep. Um, and you hear the person yelp. Um, and you hear the uh, the voice from the other source of sound yell out, uh, Olaf, are you okay? <laughs> uh, and Olaf <laughs> says, I am fine, Sven. Are you okay? I, you are the one making the falling sounds. Um, and they both come out uh, into your direction.
5: Um... I think Emery, Emery lays there paralyzed for a moment and then I think just tries to like get up and get out of there.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, as soon as you uh, stand up then you're able to your you're, you're average height you're taller yeah. than liquor store shelf.
5: Yeah.
1: Uh, so at that point you do see uh, you see a, you know, a pretty common a Norwegian uh, male up at the front, <laughs> front moving towards you with haste. Um, and from about 10 feet behind you, you hear Sven say, what are you doing in my liquor store? And
5: as he's saying that, I'm going to just cast light at something close to, um, I think close to Sven, because this other person <laughs> hasn't seen me, but I'm going to turn around and cast it on something close to his face, so it hopefully blinds him a little bit, and I'm going to run past him. You're
1: running right past him out that door?
5: Out, Out the back, because that's way we came
1: in. Okay, you're going back up that way. Um, okay.
0: He <laughs> just flashbanged him.
5: Yeah. <laughs> Listen, no one's got electric lights right now. I'm hoping this is going to be a little
0: effective.
5: <laughs> huh. Um, it's uh, if it's worn by a hostile creature, they must succeed on a deck save to avoid the spell.
1: Deck save. Okay. Uh, What is the goal? 13. 14. Natural. Shit. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he's I don't know. You cast it on like his pen or something and he just drops it immediately. Um, He he notices it, but it does not uh, impair his vision.
5: Okay. If he doesn't... I said I was going to run past him.
1: Let's go ahead and roll initiatives.
5: (laughs) I don't want to accidentally kill this man.
1: James has a 13.
5: I got a 17.
1: All right. So you guys roll and uh, then... uh, Olaf rolled a natural twenty, and Sven rolled a nine.
0: Ah, God! Olaf is on top of it.
1: Olaf is the night watchman.
5: (laughs) Night watchman.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, to recap where we're at, James is more than likely adequately hidden. And and further
5: down the
1: hallway. Emery has just stood up and cast Light near uh, Sven. And
5: then charged him. <laughs>
1: and then charged him. You are charging at him.
5: I'm charging towards him.
1: Okay. So we will. We'll go ahead and just go with your turn. You can do your movement up to him. Um, seems that's where we were. That makes sense to me.
5: Is that have I used my action then?
1: Uh, we could say that was a surprise. Wow. Well, that was a surprise round. Think, for, Light for
5: was me. my surprise round? Yeah, so for okay. your surprise round.
1: Because I would say Sven's surprise. I would hope <laughs> so.
0: This
1: <laughs> so is the first time Sven has potentially ever been robbed. So Sven is adequately surprised by not only is he being robbed, but he does not recognize the robber uh, who is in his domicile. Um, So we'll say that was your surprise round. James, we'll give you a surprise round. And then we'll go to the top of the initiative. Okay. To paint the picture, uh, Sven is about uh, 10 feet from you. Olaf is a little bit further.
5: It would be entirely in character.
1: One move from you.
5: I'm just going to point that out.
1: He is exactly one movement from you.
0: <laughs> <sighs> you're, you're giving James a bunch of dilemmas <laughs> here. All right. Um, James is, is going to use his use this time of confusion to <laughs> wrap one of the shirts around his uh, his uh, mouth so that he's not recognizable. Okay. I guess. And is going to um, knock an arrow, not planning on shooting anybody with it. Okay. But to attempt to startle people.
1: Are you coming out of hiding to do so?
0: I'm probably going to sneak around and like shoot a bottle in the distance to like cause noise behind them.
1: With the intent of steering them away, them. pull
0: pull drawing them towards that direction. Yeah, just to try distracting them in any way, shape, or form. Okay. To make it sound like there's somebody up? in the building that way.
1: Okay. Ooh okay, okay. Uh go ahead and what is that? Do you Not want a... to
0: just roll an attack? Sure. Okay. to, to, to see how like well
1: <laughs> Yeah, if you hit something. Yeah. And they'll roll intelligence
0: against us. So.
3: Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> not well. I rolled a
0: natural one. <laughs>
5: Kill that d20.
1: So yeah, uh, you do knock a... This is still new to you. You weren't an archer before the world ended.
0: <laughs> what, do I let go with the wrong hand?
1: Uh, I'm going to say yeah, uh, have it drawn up wrong and it just buries into the ground in front
0: of you. Shit.
1: Um, and they hear the thwap of your bow and the immediate thwack of the arrow into their tile floor. Um, so they know where you are. Okay. They, they are aware of your presence which brings us to Olaf who is exactly one movement from you. So he's going to take his turn and move to you. Uh, James, now you have you made noises that tell him where you are.
5: Yep, you should uh, run.
1: <laughs> and i just gonna
0: leave you behind.
1: He <laughs> is changed. going to make a uh, grapple on you. Okay, I'm gonna try to basically try to tackle you, which is strength versus your strength or dex. Okay. Rolling hot.
0: Sounds like a good
5: luck. No, thing. can I so, hold your dice for a minute?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. So you want
0: you want like a, a straight Dex check? Yeah. Okay.
1: Right, or is that uh, a saving? would be a usually, saving throw, right? No,
0: it's, no, usually, it's
3: a athletics or acrobatic, whichever one's higher. Yeah.
0: Okay, acrobatics it is.
1: He rolled a seventeen. <sighs>
5: yeah. All right, so got this. That's Shit. not good.
0: I got a six. Fuck,
1: dude! <laughs> All right. So Olaf comes running across. He sees you shoot his floor, uh, <laughs> and he immediately just puts you into a uh, into a bit of a chokehold. He's not actually choking you, but he has got you <laughs> grabbed pretty effectively. Uh, and that brings us to Emery's turn.
5: All right, Emery is going to continue her plan of charging past Sven.
1: Um, All right.
5: Heading for the back door we came in through.
1: So you have to go through his contested space uh, to get out. That's
5: what I figured. Um, She's very, very focused on, like, don't touch me, don't touch me. And that force of will creates this magical glow around her. She casts mage armor.
1: Okay. That's okay. I thought you were going to blast that.
0: No,
5: I don't want (laughs) to kill this man. I thought
0: you were about to thunder wave in the middle of... (laughs)
5: Yeah. Uh, that's plan B. <laughs> I was looking forward to how
1: you were going to try to tell me Thunderwave is non-lethal.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I am, like, scanning my options on what I can make.
1: So to go through his contested space, that's an acrobatics, I think, on your part, right? Uh
5: probably I can Versus
1: make. his strength or just acrobatics,
3: period?
5: Just to dodge the
3: Typically, uh would be a, like a DC 12, DC 15. Okay. Kind of based on the level of how how high of a level the opponent is. We'll go with uh, 12.
5: I was hoping it wouldn't be 15. Jesus.
1: Yeah, Sven's not a linebacker.
5: Fucking Olaf
3: is. <laughs>
5: can, I, can I argue for athletics?
1: Are uh, you trying to Just shoulder barrel, check him out of the way?
5: through, check him out of the way.
1: Sure, yeah, that's
5: reasonable. My athletics is better. Thirty twenty. Nice. All right,
1: yeah. You get through his contested space. You get to the door. The door behind him is the door that you did not unlock. Oh okay. Uh, so you're able to get to the door.
5: Okay. Um, and then I.
1: Which puts you basically five feet the other side of now him.
5: You're caught. <laughs> Yes. Don't mind me.
1: And now there is a Sven between you and him.
5: I think I turn around and look at James and just like panic for a minute. Reasonable. And then I open the door.
1: All right. <laughs> the door is unlocked and opened. Uh, you continue your motion through it. Um, are you leaving? Yeah. You are uh, leaving?
5: I'm at least. I don't know. I don't. My memory's really torn. Are you good? <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah. You're I'm, not good. I'm
5: fine. You're not yeah.
0: good. I'm not. No.
5: No. I'm <laughs> gonna, I'm gonna, she's going to hover indecisively with the open door in her hand. All right. <laughs> and that's the end of her turn.
1: That brings Sven. He is going to attempt to grapple you.
5: No, Emery. Uh, James is next.
1: Oh, he is. Sorry. James, go ahead.
0: Okay. James is going to attempt to break the tackle from Olaf, the freaking strong man.
1: Okay. Uh, another contested strength.
0: All right. God damn it.
1: <laughs> What'd you roll? I got a nine. You got out. Oh, thank gosh. He rolled a four.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it freaking, this dice tray makes all kinds of drama. It almost was a really good roll and then it just flopped over.
1: <laughs> so, he's got you in a chokehold, but you, you think back to some self-defense video you saw on YouTube. Uh, you stomp on his toe and rip his arm off from around your neck. All right, put that melt training crap. to use. Yeah. So you have an Olaf on one side of you. There is a doorway straight ahead of you. There is a Sven off to your right.
0: Okay. Uh, I'm going to head out the door. Uh,
1: okay.
5: Scoop up the shit we stole and run out the door. All right. <laughs>
1: okay. Let's, uh, yeah, you guys are, you're able to get out. Emery is... The Door is open, so you would be able to see him leaving. Uh, you are within hand's reach of Sven, whose turn now really is now. Um, so he's going to try to grab you. Uh, and again, same thing, he's his strength versus your uh, athletics or acrobatics. Okay, I don't
5: trust any of my dice. Oh, I
1: should have been bad, uh, 22. Yeah, you're good. God. So he grabs <laughs> at you, but you're able space. to you're able to slip out away from him. Uh, and now it's up to Olaf, who is going to take chase after James. Shit. Uh, which you guys have the same movement speed, so he catches you. Uh, and he's going to try to just tackle you again. <laughs> <laughs> God dang it, you're not robbing this store. <laughs> He's a night watchman. It's his pride and joy that the store has never been robbed before. It may never have been attempted, but you're ruining his record.
0: <laughs> this man takes his job way too seriously.
1: And he rolled a 15 versus your.
0: Hey, there we go. That's an 18. 18. Whew, thank God. So he,
1: he oh God. goes to grab you and you're able to bounce out of his reach as well. Um, so now it's up, Emery. You are still full, within.
5: Full dash towards the bikes. Full dash
1: to the bikes. All right. Uh, So at this point, let's go ahead and switch into a different thing. We're going to try a skill challenge. Uh, Something from fourth edition, I think. Uh, So what we're going to do is you have a set of skills you're good at. Um, You make the argument to me as to why you should be able to use the skill to get away from the situation. If you get, uh, we're going to say, four successes before you get three failures, you are successful. Uh, three failures effectively they catch up to you. Um this is kind of intended to be similar to like the Indiana Jones outrunning the bear the big boulder ball chasing after him kind of thing. Um you are you can't use the same skill twice. Like if you're just acrobatic as all get out, you can't just acrobats four times in a row and succeed. Yeah. That's boring. Um and you gotta make a reasonable argument, you know obvious skills in this situation would be acrobatics, athletics, Um, but if you come up with a good reason as to why uh, survival would make sense, we can make it work. And we'll say it's uh, just go this is pretty low stakes, so we'll just say it's a DC-like 11 to succeed the whole way through. Unless the thing you tell me is really dumb. Uh, <laughs> then I will change the difficulty on the really dumb thing uh, but and so we will continue it is uh, we'll just go with uh, Jane, I'll go with Emery just go straight into it from this point because we're just running away from each other we can do this forever they have yeah. the same movement speed you do
5: cool. um, yeah. I think I'm going to do athletics for my first one just to try and gain some ground okay. it as fast as I can
1: Perfect. So you're trying to leap over hedges. Yeah. That kind of stuff. Too. Yeah. Perfect. I got very scared. It's a seven
5: plus three. It's a ten. So it does
1: not... All right. That is your first failure. Uh, you you get through the hedge. It just doesn't buy you any time. Yeah. Uh, you're not graceful enough to zip past them. Um, James.
0: Uh, can I attempt a deception by fainting? Like I'm going to... like.
1: You're gonna Can try you, to juke, yeah. I'm trying okay. to juke them. Rope dope. Style? <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
0: Okay. Spin cycle, James. Spin cycle. Yeah. Spin to win. That's a seventeen.
1: Perfect. One success, one failure. Uh, they don't roll in this, so it's just you, t- you again.
5: Okay. Are ours cumulative together? Like, okay. Oh okay. gosh. <laughs> um. <laughs> I think I want to, I want to sleight of hand, knock some things in his path, like duck through something, knock something over. I don't know. What's in a, what's in a town?
1: You're running down an alleyway. You could have a yeah. dumpster.
5: Yeah. I want to just like kick something Trash behind barrel. me to trip him up.
1: Okay. Go for it.
5: Oh, 16 plus three.
1: Beautiful. You throw it right at his feet and it trips him up. He slows down. That's two successes, one failure. Two more successes, two more failures.
0: Alrighty. Um, Can I do an acrobatics to try like leaping over a gap or something like that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Totally makes sense.
0: Then I say 21?
1: Sweet. I
5: think
0: I'm good.
1: <laughs> One more success and you get away clean.
5: Okay. Well,
0: clean is an operative word
5: there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also going to do a deception. Very similar thing. I want to like duck around a corner that they didn't, like I reach it fast and I'm able to duck through before he can see where I've gone. Okay. Go for it. 11. <laughs>
1: You meet, you beat. So that is four successes (laughs) to one failure.
5: That was a stressful one. That was a six on the die.
1: (laughs) So, I mean, Sven and Olaf, again, they've not dealt with this very often. This is Colbran. They're angry, but this is, you you guys are pulling some pretty good stuff on them. Uh, You're able to get away. You find your bikes because you didn't hide them very well.
5: (laughs) (laughs) I practically trip over it as we get back to
1: (laughs) You're able to get on. And once you're on your bike, you just start leaving behind, you know? Yeah, you're probably still, you know, a little sore. You've been working harder than you've worked physically harder in a long time. Um, But you've got that sweet, sweet adrenaline coursing through your veins right now. Uh And you guys are able to pull away, get out of town pretty safely. And that is, by (laughs) definition, a successful heist. You broke into a place, you got some stuff, and you got out without going to jail or things. So,
5: Not get caught for real. (laughs) A
0: hell of a lot better than my last night. <laughs> yes.
5: I'm gonna ask you about that someday.
0: <laughs> All right. You're
5: cuffing, cuffing up this hill is not that <laughs> No, I can't talk that clearly <laughs> right now.
0: And yet, I've never felt so alive. <laughs> <laughs> but I hurt so much.
5: I feel so. <laughs> <laughs> and we head back to the ranch.
1: Hey there, listener. I just wanted to cut in here for a quick ad break. First off, thank you for listening. This project is an absolute blast to make. and I hope you're enjoying listening as much as we enjoy creating. Secondly, this isn't a sponsored ad per se, but if you are looking to do your own podcast or looking into a new home to host your current podcast, we may be able to help. We have been using Pinecast to host our episodes, and they have made what could be a complicated process quite simple. For just $10 a month or $110 a year, we have been able to host an unlimited number of episodes with no storage cap and no bandwidth cap. There is a cap on episode size, but for most podcasts, you will probably be fine. They also provide a tip jar that you can use to grant access to exclusive episodes. And they have a website builder with domain support. In other words, just about everything you could need to get your podcast up and running. Even better, if you use our referral code, r-409F5D, You can get 40% off of your first four months when you sign up for a paid plan for the first time. Doing so is also a great way to support our podcast. You can find a link to Pinecast, that's P I N E C A S T, as well as our referral code in the episode description. If you are looking for a different way to support the podcast, please leave us a review on your podcasting app of choice. And of course, word of mouth is the best way to help us spread. Thank you again for joining us on this adventure. And now we're back to the episode. Perfect. So you make your way up the big hill. Uh, You make it back to the church. Uh, The light is a bit brighter, perhaps, in the church. You're not Not sure if it's adrenaline or what.
5: Don't like the look of
1: that. James, for sure. Everything is a bit brighter, a bit easier to see. Nice. You're, you're, again, you don't know if it's just adrenaline, heat of the moment. You are just, you're on edge, ready to see what's coming or what, but you're, it feels like the clouds have parted. You're able to see clearly. You look up at the sky, the clouds are still there. Hmm. A little weird. You can almost see the stars coming through the clouds that you' this is new but again maybe it's just adrenaline heat of the moment stuff
0: um, James is probably gonna think that he's he's starting to like pass out or something so I'll probably say like like we should probably stop for a second
5: can we get past the really creepy church and cemetery hey hey Two more minutes. Two more minutes. I'm going to channel my inner Mel. Come on. <laughs> pick it up. Oh, uh, my God. You no. can do it. I'm going persuasion. Through.
1: I'm just curious how effective this is.
5: Dirty 20 Aw, my little protege.
1: Never tell Mel about this,
0: and I'm going to pick up speed.
1: While you're writing, uh, can you also please both make me a perception check?
5: 5
1: passive of
5: <laughs> passive you're
0: right
4: let me look 14 i need to stop looking at your diet. passive 10 <laughs> all right to, that's what it is i'm looking every time he's rolled poorly i've been staring right at it <laughs>
0: yeah that's a that's a passive 14
1: <laughs> so while you're channeling your inner mel I'm you're distracted. just staring down at the road just thinking left foot, right foot, left foot, right foot. I'm
5: uh, convincing myself to go onward as much as I am James. (laughs) Biking is still real hard for me.
1: And while James is deciding whether or not this Mel reincarnate is um, (laughs) effective, you do look out at the uh, cemetery. And you see the fog is thicker. The fog's a fair bit thicker. You can barely see the tombstones. But moving through the fog you see a bluish haze silhouette
5: Uh, hate that
1: you would almost use the term floating to describe its motion there's when you watch people walk there's a bit of a bounce to their step right Uh this is smooth gliding between the tombstones and if you didn't know any better, you would say it was uh it was a woman.
0: I
5: right, we got to
1: stop. I'm seeing
0: things.
5: I, I mean, if you really gotta, I guess we can break. Yeah. My Mel's not that strong. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I'm going to have nightmares of this.
0: So you stop? Yeah. I'm All gonna right. a little
2: stop. voice in the back your hope- of your head. High knees,
5: high knees, high <laughs> You're seeing things? Yeah, look over there. I'm going
0: to point over at the, uh, the cemetery.
5: Yeah, I I'm, I'm seeing like
0: blue shit over I there. I turn
5: and squint in that direction. You're seeing... It's so dark. How are you seeing anything? There's, like a, I,
0: there's a lady over there.
1: You're able to see it. I'm Once a, he points it out to you, you can see it.
5: Get back on your bike. We're going. We're leaving. We're going.
1: While you're having this discourse, you do see her pause at a tombstone. Um, kind of stare down at it for a bit. You hear a cracking sound. Faint, not loud, not like, oh my God, the world's splitting. But, you know, the, the,
0: the, earth the sound
1: sh- of dirt being relocated. Um, a I little bit of a moan.
0: <laughs> we got to And go.
1: she moves forward. She pauses at another tombstone and you hear the same sound again. Uh, this one's a little drier, a little Clickier, maybe. Um, And you hear a faint. Mm -hmm. And then you guys haven't been making a great effort to be stealthy. Is that a safe assumption?
5: Yeah. Seems like you're
1: yelling at each other about the blue thing. (laughs) Yeah. The blue thing looks at you.
5: I'm going to get back on my bike and start running. (laughs) Like, start riding for.
0: James has run out of steam.
5: Has he, he really, thinks, you're stopping. You're calling no. it. Well, no, he's,
0: he's going as quickly as possible, but not as fast as he once was. He's okay. got too much booze in the back of his cart.
1: <laughs> you're far enough away. The I don't know. Sp- the thing is about probably ninety feet away from you. Mm-hmm. So as long as you're moving at least your speed. Uh, which is only thirty feet around. So you're
5: on a bike it should be that
1: should be fine.
5: Plus even if you're really crawling. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So you're able to put some distance between you and the thing, but it saw you and it started moving in your direction.
5: All right. All we right, got go. gotta warn ah. everyone. Oh shit. Oh shit. <laughs> oh so
1: fuck. So the rest of your trip back to the uh ranch was relatively uneventful.
5: Yeah, the uh, adrenaline has not stopped the-
1: <laughs> <laughs> You get there. You pass under the uh, the fresh sign, and you.
5: I think I think Emory's booking it towards the house. Gonna warn <coughs> somebody that there's a ghost and zombies in the town. Whoever <laughs> she finds first. Yeah,
0: just like raise the alarm.
5: She's she's heading straight for the house.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm gonna head for the elves.
3: You're going for the elves. Yeah. Okay. So when you guys get past the front gate, you hear uh, Elliot, what in the hell have you been ah! up to? Ah!
5: <laughs> I think every like straight up knocks her bike over, like, falls, falls over in bike. shock. <laughs> Shit. Oh God. Oh, where, he's scared. Where in Cheers. the
3: hell did you guys go? What, what have you got in your bikes? Why are you all sweaty?
5: <laughs> there's in town, there's, you're not gonna believe this. There was a ghost and I think he was resurrecting the dead in the graveyard. And I'm worried there's zombies that are gonna eat people.
3: There's a ghost resurrecting zombies.
5: I told you you weren't gonna believe this.
3: (laughs) Well, how we had dinner with elves, what the hell else? (laughs) (laughs) One thing worth noting,
1: James, you did not see Elliot until he moved.
3: Yeah. All right. So where the hell were you? (laughs) I've been standing here waiting for y'all to come back with the bicycles. Okay. Well.
0: Where's everyone else? I'm gonna I'm gonna go tell the elves that there's zombies and shit.
5: It looked straight at us. I swear I'm telling the truth.
3: I'm gonna look down the road to see if I see anything following them. Not yet. Yeah. it's far. I mean, we talk, we talked 15 miles. So yeah, yeah. I just, they
1: outpaced it pretty good. It's not on their heels. Uh, you do. You feel a shift in the air there's a bit of a i don't know i want we'll call it a cold rolling through cold a cold chill inducing thump to the air but gentle and uh, there's not really you don't have i don't have the words to describe exactly but there is there's an energy as if a really small shockwave a little baby shockwave
3: just passed through you guys
0: See, look at that. The EMFs are going crazy.
3: <laughs> so I'm going to go up to the house and start getting everybody except for uh, Jacob. Yeah. And tell them, yeah. I don't know what James and Emery have been up to, but they claim they've got a ghost and zombies chasing them. And if it wasn't for elves, I'd call bullshit and go to bed. But... Maybe we might ought to check this out. So everybody needs to get up and get ready, maybe.
0: Have I uh, made it to the elves? Yes. All right, so I relay the same information through gasping breaths. Like, you know, blue, ghost-looking thing, cemetery, earth-shifting, probably zombies. Is that a thing from where you're from?
1: It sounds as though... Immortar is starting to call his arms.
0: That's mm. fucking
4: great.
2: I feel like Mel's response to Elliot trying to get her out of bed at this point is something along the lines of pull the other one, it's got bells on. <laughs> like,
3: well, yeah, if they okay. eat your brains in bed, they're gonna starve. Get out of bed. We got to get up.
2: That sounded insulting.
3: I don't know why it wasn't meant to be. (laughs) Get up. Get up, heinies!
2: I'm going, I'm going, I'm going.
1: (laughs) So you guys are all, the elves and uh, your party are all able to converge. Um,
5: If this is a joke, I will pay you back. I promise. I swear to God. I thought James was pulling my leg when he saw something in the I saw it too.
2: Maybe it was, James is getting visited by another worldly being. Don't sign the contract until you've read the terms and conditions.
0: I it, don't look at me. It just things started getting brighter outside and I look over at the cemetery and there's a blue thing floating around that it looks like a woman and then all of a sudden the dead are rising from the ground.
3: Yeah, don't hey, go. Hey, wait a minute. Where'd you get that t-shirt you got wrapped around your head?
0: I was doing some night riding and it didn't Oops. You can have it back.
1: Roll a deception?
2: (laughs) (laughs) You should wash it before you give it back, you know.
3: 17. You won. (laughs) uh, (laughs) 9. No, I look kind of like one of mine.
1: Uh, You guys are able to converge... uh and at this point, you know, it took a little bit to get some uh, individuals motivated out of bed. Um, the the elves took this very seriously. They have grabbed up their armaments. They are they look as though they are preparing for battle.
5: Did I miss a memo? Zombies, ghosts. Yeah, th- yeah. I got that memo. Oh, look, I learned a new one. And uh, Emery is going to cast light on something.
0: Oh, God, so bright. God oh. damn.
5: Oh. Ah. So most of us don't <laughs> have Ow.
2: dark vision. Yeah, but we've also gotten used to being in the dark.
5: Yeah, sorry. Like, I should have um, warned you better. That, yeah. That's cool. Don't get me wrong. That is. Totally. I thought it might make it easier to fight things.
1: And at this point, following exactly the route you guys took, you do see now a... uh blue spectral entity
0: see? at the end of
1: the drive I'm making its crazy. way towards you and you're pretty sure you see some shambling behind holy
3: crap that a ghost
1: and at four hours of recording time we'll call that jeez uh, episode
4: it's a solid stopping point
3: yeah <laughs> it's midnight so like shit's about to go down till we continue. give down. Then I'll you'll origin. It helps to plan your next one When you can look at the initiative All
1: right Let's go Mel What did you roll?
2: 30, 20
3: Sweet Oh, I had that right Um
1: Emer- Emery
0: 15
1: Pretty close Nope oh, 15 Uh, James 19 Elliot 18 Damn, you guys are pumped Bullnock That's a fucking nine, bro You're not
4: pumped No I'm still half asleep, I guess
1: <laughs> All right and that's where we'll call it. Yep. Theater of the Mind is Jeremy Arfston as Elliot Brandybane. Amanda Arfston as Melanie Kelly. Michael Burnell as Olnock Varger Johnson. Michael Downs as James O'Brien. Casey Weingarten as Emery Lee. And myself, Mike Shock, as your Dungeon Master. We release new episodes every two weeks, so our next episode will release on January 21st. If you want to follow us, our social media and website can be found in our link tree, which can be found in the podcast description. Also in the podcast description, you can find a link to Pinecast, as well as our referral code to get you 40% off your first four months of a paid membership. The music this week was sourced from Epidemic Sounds, who we are not sponsored by under the Creative Commons license. The songs used in order are The Minor by Both Are Infinite Desert Hideout by Christopher Moe at The Circle by Gerard Feng Hindsight by Alec Slane Air Travel by Frank Johnson High Tech by Rocket Jr. Young Mystery Detectives by Trailer Works Clogged Up by Jerry Lacey Unite and Fight by John Bjork Now We Fight by Bonnie Grace Fight for Your Chances by Xperia Fight Until We Die by Ruiki Zhao Forest Run by Bonnie Grace what We Fear by Christian Anderson, Manic and Me by Edward Carl Hansen, and Path to the Abyss by Christopher Moat at Levson. The Theater of the Mind theme, ad break, and outro were written
5: by Mike Schock.